Hello everyone, and welcome back to our viewers who listened to our very first episode. On last episode, we left off with the topic of social media. Does social media enhance society as a whole? Is it a platform creating social discourse among all generations? What draws teens to social media? We will discuss this topic today, expanding on how Gen Z feels about social media by comparing and contrasting to the older generations about privacy and accessing information their social skills at this platform, and is this resource considered a benefit? I am Miguel Pica, and you're listening to Gen Z. Talk to me. So how many of you conversed with your parents about privacy and access to information? If you have never asked them before, I encourage you to. They would most likely tell you that it would be an unwise decision to make. Why the hell would you hand your information out to a complete stranger? To my surprise, Gen Z has no issues for the most part, with their information accessible to those in marketing, compared to those from older generations. According to Kayla S., strategist RGNA, privacy is less of a concern for this generation because they expect and demand customization and personalization. They have grown up in a world that has allowed for extreme personalization. From their phone backgrounds, the apps on their phone, the channels that they see on their smart TVs are examples. And they understand that in order to get Extreme personalization, the companies that make the technology they love require the data. According to Savannah Rabin, Gen Z appreciates it when data adds value to their lives. And they apparently also need a healthy balance of both appreciation and paranoia when it comes to data sharing. It's worth it when it's advantageous to them. She also says they expect a lot from brands. So when a big tech company breaches their trust, they feel betrayed. When data is used in ways that go beyond their knowledge or sold unwillingly, Gen Z's feels taken advantage of. Everything is built on trust, transparency, and with clear parameters about the rules of engagement. Gen Z appreciates it when data adds value to their lives, but hate it when it feels predatory practices by big tech companies. Now, we just talked about Gen Z and how they feel about privacy and information a bit. And I'll tell you from my own experience for being a millennial, and knowing my father for being a silent era, my dad doesn't give a rat's ass of what kind of thing you're trying to sell. You're not going to get any information out of him. You're not going to get any information out of me. I don't see the need for you to know what I want. If, I, if you have it produced, I will go get what I want. I don't think you need any more information than what's already out there. If my Facebook's private, there's a reason why it's private. Because I don't want you to have my information. I don't know about you, but that's how I feel, and I know that's how my father feels. Now, my mother, on the other hand, for being a Gen X, she doesn't care who has her information. She is something else. But when it comes to social media's effects on society, how many of you go on your cell phone? I know I do. I know my father does, and even my mother. She she's all about holding on to her phone. And what's interesting is is that I know many people sometimes are glued to their phones to a point to where it's like, I can't leave it. And you sometimes will have those fake times where you feel like your phone's vibrating from a text message. This doesn't just only apply to, you know, Gen Z. This also applies to the Millennials, Gen X, uh, Silent Era even. We all have adapted to phones in society. And interesting enough, I've talked to a couple classmates about this. And how they feel. And you'd be amazed to know that a lot of 
Gen Zers are able to maintain a social life as well as their life on social media. And believe it or not, it's the parents that are the ones that are actually having difficulties controlling as well as my generation as millennials on putting the phone down and actually experiencing life. According to Pew's report, they indicate that teens who are online almost constantly are as likely to socialize with their friends offline as their peers who are online less frequently. Many teens say social media expands their world, and social media connects both their friends to a more diverse group of people online. Hannah Forbes states, Strategy Director, Influence Content Studio, RGNA, social media breeds positive communities and experiences which can generate and then become led by influencers, as seen with Parkland shooting survivor and activist Emma Gonzalez and Teens for Gun Reform. Brands need to take uh, these kids seriously. Teens don't feel like they have a platform to voice their thoughts, so they created their own. If brands can legitimize their feelings and give them a place to discuss hard-hitting topics, they will win the love and support of this group. This is also stated from Kayla S. Strategist from RGNA. Now, what does this mean? Obviously, that Gen Z, they need a voice, and social media is their outlet. When people keep thinking Gen Zers are antisocial and they don't communicate, it seems like they beg to differ. They are more open to those who are open-minded like them, and they're willing to talk to those who are willing to actually talk. According to Campbell Robb, Executive Strategy Director of RGNA in London, the reality is youth today are better informed, less focused on brands, defining their identity, and more impatient in terms of what they expect a brand to do rather than just say. They want proof rather than positioning and will both turn their back on those who try to fool them while untying behind those who they believe are being authentic in their intent and powerful in their actions. Gen Z, they're just, they want real. They want genuine. They don't want the bullshit. They are blunt and cut to the chase. And I think that's the one big difference is that we in the older generations, we experience is that a lot of people just give you bullshit. And no one's being blunt anymore. And Gen Zers just don't want that. And they they don't see social media as a reliable source, just like the majority of us. According to Pew's report, only 30% of teens see social media as being reliable and trustworthy information. So at least we can agree on that. And then we're going to think about, well, if we're all on social media, we must be always on the phone. According to Dr. Sabo from Lee Health, he is a psychologist. He agrees that mobile devices can make life easier. However, it can be more dangerous. It makes things a little bit easier today, but tomorrow exponentially difficult. And the importance we need to learn is how to deal with soul interactions that are nonverbal. That the more time we spend on our phone, the less time we are physically interacting with someone else. This doesn't just apply to Gen Z. This also applies to everyone older than Gen Z. I know I have that problem, and it's and it's difficult. And I know many of us, we want to know our social status, where we are, check that email, update everyone, but you'd be amazed that, you know, your life is not in social media. And, yes, social media can be a benefit, but it also can be a curse. So reality is, we can't look at it as a negative, but also a positive. It's nice to reconnect with those we love and 
get out there with our information, but it also can be where we lose track of time of those in front of us. So we need to understand that there needs to be a balance if we do incorporate social media in our everyday lives. And Gen Z is the ones with advantage. They already grew up with this kind of technology. And maybe we, millennials and older, can learn from them how to multitask and incorporate not only social media in our both our physical life, but also our social status life. All in all, Gen Z is more open about their information. And privacy, they are a little concerned with, but they're more open because it allows those who collect their data to customize the technology to them, which can be actually a major enhancement. I know that a lot of my friends that are millennials would not be as open as a Gen Zer would be. But maybe we could learn from them, and maybe we can not be as skeptical because times have changed. The way marketing and the way we communicate has completely changed from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, into the thousands. If anything, we can maybe learn from Gen Z on how to multitask and communicate while maintaining an online and offline social life, being able to acknowledge what's in front of us and put our phone down at the same time. That way, we can be more closer to them than we may ever know. Alright everyone, that is all we have for this episode. Next time, we will be discussing education. What are Gen Z's goals? What is their biggest fear? Find out next episode.